When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the LA Soccer Hub Show. My name is Gio Garcia. Uh, today we're talking LA Galaxy. Uh, they had a uh, you know interesting uh, tie against you know uh, was it Colorado, Colorado Rapids? Am I am I having that right? They're watching too many games. Uh, one it was a one-one tie. It was interesting, but you know we're, we're going to break that down. But here to help me talk about that, we got Johnny Bolin, and we also got Alex uh, Alex Ruiz. How are you guys doing? Were you about to call me Rodriguez? Ruiz. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not Alex Rodriguez. That, that's 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 a different baseball player. Yeah. How you doing, Johnny? I'm doing good, man. I'm pumped up. I'm happy about a tie. I'll take the tie. We'll talk about that in a bit. Um, but yeah, I'm stoked. I'm just pumped up to talk about it. What'd you what'd you what'd you do this weekend? Is there anything fun you did this weekend, Johnny? I worked. I uh, did some homework, and that was it. T- full of fun, you know. You you know how it is. Where do, where do you go to school? I just do online school at the University of Arizona, but it's with sports and society. So bear down. So you're 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 a wildcat. That's right. I'm only a wildcat because of high school musical, though, not because of the because <laughs> of high school musical. That's interesting. That's right. Wildcats, man. Yeah. How's how's college going for you, Alex? Uh pretty good. Just just the homework stuff right now. Yeah. Uh, I had to give a speech today, so that, that was I guess kind is that, of cool. is that what y'all dressed up or uh, I, I I had to look nice today, and I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna just wear this again for the show. Yeah, might as well make it a go. tradition now. Hey, make it a tradition. Got the got the tie, you know, buttoned down, looking good, looking solid. You know, you can always count on Alex, you know, to dress uh, dress, to dress up, dress to impress on this show for sure. Uh, Anna in the chat says, "I love High School Musical." <laughs> That's right, Anna. We all love High School Musical. Thumbs up to Anna. Yeah, well, we'll we'll see, Johnny. Because I, I mean, I, I know that came out a long time ago. That was a long, long time ago. Yeah. Um. But yeah, obviously, the it was it was an interesting weekend this week. Obviously, football is back. Uh, I don't know if you guys watch American football, but that was back. Uh, you know, you had the Rams, who who opened up the season here. I'm excited to check out the SoFi Stadium. I don't know. Have you guys been in any of the preseason games? Man, I tried to. They're trying to sell tickets for like. Your your volume's a little too low. I think your volume's a little low. Yeah. yeah, but uh like Johnny said, uh yeah, I tried looking for tickets on there. They're pretty expensive to be honest. Oh, yeah. Like if I'm gonna go, I'm probably gonna go with my family. I don't wanna like go with just me. So I'll probably have them come along. But I mean the stadium looks gorgeous, looks nice. Super Bowl's gonna be held there this year. I definitely wanna go check it out, but like I said, you know, it's too much money, bro. Yeah, no, I was looking at tickets too, because I was like I was looking at it and like the nosebleeds were like a hundred dollars, which makes yeah. sense. And I was like, man, if I'm gonna enjoy this game, I don't know if I'm gonna enjoy it from the nosebleeds. And I was like, you know what? I'm I'm gonna just wait till the next one to see to see what actually happens, you know? Because I'm not like, you know, Parking I'm a. It's a hundred dollars too, which is like, oh, <laughs> yeah, no yeah. Way. That 
I know I, I'm gonna park in the neighborhood and walk a couple miles to save <laughs> just to save me a hundred dollars. I mean, because I you can I mean I would just rather spend that money on on a on a ticket, but I understand that you know they everybody has to make their money, but yeah, a hundred dollars for a parking That's a parking steep. ticket that is very steep. Um let me just click on this. Okay. Well, let, let's talk about this game because there, there was a, there was a lot a lot going into this game, um, you know. And we, we saw Chicharito got the start. I, th- I thought I thought that was like the biggest surprise uh, when he started in the lineup because I was expecting him to come off the bench. Uh, what were your thoughts once you saw uh, Chicharito in the lineup, Johnny? It was kind of weird. I you know I think we all thought it was kind of weird. Like we've all been waiting, obviously, but we've gotten to the point where we're comfortable without Chicha. We wanted him to take his time coming back. We're excited to welcome him back. And this is the perfect opportunity to have him come come on the off the bench and then start against Houston on Wednesday. Uh, I just thought it was a little weird. I mean, you know, have him come on in the seventieth minute. You know, like I wouldn't even say put Zoo back in, but like it's easy to find a sub for him. It's easy to set this up. It's kind of like we were forcing a moment after waiting so long, anyways. But you know, I didn't I didn't really mind too much. Yeah, if we look here, I'm pulling up the lineup here. Obviously, you know, it's Chicharito up top. You had Victor Vasquez, Kevin Cabral, and then you had Leggett and Dos Santos in the midfield. Obviously, in the back, you had Biafania, Williams, Stairs, uh, Koulibaly, and Araujo, and obviously Jonathan Bonangol. Alex, they finally went with the back the back five. Um, it wasn't pretty. Maybe there was a lot of things that went to it, but I know you had talked about this last time. Uh, what were your thoughts on the lineup? Uh, yeah, interesting, but it wasn't the right personnel to do this. Instead of Leggett, you know, Ryan wasn't available. I would have put Ryan in that position since he has played center back before and defensively he gives a lot more cover. Um, I thought the fullbacks had a hard time getting into the game. Uh, Villafania and Araujo both kind of struggled in the first half to get forward. And just the team overall just was playing really sloppily to begin. There was a lot of balls that kind of were mistimed and uh, weren't perfectly put on there, but that's kind of expected, um, especially with playing a new formation. But they did play the back five. Just I would have changed the personnel a little bit more. Yeah, and I, I thought that I thought that was that was the interesting thing is right. Obviously, Ryan what was it Nico and um, who was the Fisher. other one? Fisher or Neil Fisher was a, the other one missing. Um, so it, that that makes it interesting. But you know, moving forward th- this upcoming week, they're they're gonna have uh, they're or, excuse me, they're on Wednesday they're gonna have everybody. Uh, whether everybody's gonna be available, that's gonna be a different story. But uh, yeah, me looking into this, I was a little surprised. Um, uh, Grand Sir was not up top, you know, instead of Victor Vasquez. Uh, and I know Victor Vasquez, you know, can provide a lot of the offensive uh, power there, and he he could play out there. But I, I just felt like you know Grand Sir, you know, with that speed up top, I think it could have made a, diff- a difference. Um, especially, it's it's interesting with this type of lineup too, because you know. If you play with the five back line, then it, where does Victor Vasquez fit in? Where does Legette fit in? Where does Ryan right when when that's come up, comes up? And I think I know Greg Vanny today talked about also, you know, having that as a as a as a weapon because we did see them use. They went to a back five uh, against uh, LAFC, and I know he talked about that. But it, it was a tough game. You know, the Colorado Rapids are not an easy team. Um, you know, they're they're at the top of the standings uh, for a reason, and they're, and they're not. They're going to definitely be in the in the playoffs. Um, but another thing that, that I found really interesting it was the, the 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 challenges that they had in the first half because and the opportunities that they had in the first half because you know you you had legit had had a header that he missed Chicharito had one 
And I think who else had another one? Obviously, Kevin Corral, but I think it was in the second half. What would you think of the missed opportunities, Johnny, for, for the Galaxy in the first half? I mean, it's just a... Uh... With the galaxy, it's more of a situation of we need to we need to get more up op- because we're going to miss these things. It's it's been happening so much. We're always going to have missed opportunities, but that's why that we, we have to dominate possession. That's why we always have to keep the pressure up, and that's something that we've consistently talked about. I was really excited to see the back five. The first thing I thought about was Alex when I saw that because I thought <laughs> it was a great idea. Yep. Apparently, Sturz did pretty good. I'm not going to talk about that. But what do you mean he got he got team of the he got team of the week he made team of the week doesn't make sense I I thought I I instantly I instantly thought of uh, Johnny when when I saw ooh I was like ooh I know Johnny's happy about this one this is embarrassing (laughs) Uh, but we just need to have more because the thing is is you know the best way to get comfortable in these situations is to keep that pressure up and that's really all it is it was a hard team I'm not really going to take too much about it Chicha it was his first game back Sebastian's been crazy busy so. You know, there's not really a lot to take away from it, but I think that if we just keep the pressure up, it's going to look a lot better for the next couple games. Yeah, no, I, I think I think that's me interesting. And talking about Daniel Stairs, there yeah. it is, <clears throat> there it is. There's the image. Hey, look, we got to give him props. Uh, and if you guys may not be a fan, but look, he made team of the week. Um, let's talk about it. Sega Koulibaly because uh, he looked a lot better than Sega Koulibaly. Sega Koulibaly was looking. Uh, What's the word? Questionable, you know, not as uh, not as uh, uh, exciting as you wanted to see him there as a, as the center back position. I, I felt like Daniel Stairs. There's a reason why he 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 made team of the week besides anybody else that was playing center back there. Uh, what, what were your thoughts on Sega Kolobali, Alex? Uh, yeah, you you hit it right. Definitely disappointing performance. Uh, from what I've noticed from Sega, I feel like his awareness just really isn't there yet. Um, as a center back, you need to be aware of the pressure, especially when you're playing uh, out of the back. You need to be aware of who's coming where. You need to be anticipating as well, not only on the defensive side of the ball, but also as you're trying to build back. And Sega just hasn't been able to be consistent at either of those things. Defensively, I think he still needs a lot to work on. He's a bigger guy. I think he should utilize his body a lot more when it comes to trying to win the ball from defenders instead of trying to tackle a lot. Um and again, it's just not really looking too promising for Sega. I'm still going to give him time to, you know, before I really say, oh, he's a failure. But that time is, is ticking now. And I really don't really see much upside from Sega at the moment. But that all can change in the next week. Yeah, I also wonder if it was maybe maybe uh, the formation or what it was, but maybe elevation but he did not have a good game and i think you know i know a lot of people on twitter were, were very vocal about him and he, it just didn't look good it didn't it didn't look good when you expect them you expect him to be lining up with Derek williams if they go on a, a you know back four what, what were your thoughts on, on sega Kulibaly, johnny you know i make so many excuses for sega and i'm gonna and i continue to make excuses for him and i don't really know what to say man i mean it's just like he he has the that he, he, he can be so good in certain situations. We've seen him be such a great player. And then we've seen him be the worst player on the field. Sometimes I just don't really know how to make, like, I don't really know how to make a, my mind out about it. It's just kind of getting frustrating to watch it sometimes um, as a center back. When there's key plays in the box, obviously it's like, you're the last guy. You're the most important dude. And it's like, he makes such basic mistakes so it's like it's hard. It's hard to to see, you know, what the options are. And I'm also frustrated because, you know what? Yeah, whatever. Sturz is, is the guy of the week. But Depew's great. Depew's awesome. 
if Sega isn't making his mark, if he keeps making these mistakes, put Depew in. I, I love Depew. Everyone loves Depew. Let's give that guy some more time. And maybe that'll put the pressure on Kulabali to perform better as well. So, I, you know, I think we just got to see how it goes. Um, the summer to early, you know, early fall for MLS is always kind of a weird time. And, play, and teams and players always get more inconsistent because the international schedules and all that jazz. So I think, you know, we just have to see where what happens when the season gets more consistent with Sega. But for right now, I don't really know what to say about the guy. Yeah, I, you know, I don't I don't think I don't know. It doesn't look good right now, but I, in no way am I giving up. I think he just has to do a better job in all aspects because, you know, he got beat a lot of the times and, you know, it's like I said, it was just a poor performance when you're, when you're expecting so much out of him. Maybe also the fact that Ryan's not available, uh, you know, because Ryan also does a lot of a lot of uh, things on the defensive end, and maybe they 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 have gotten accustomed to them. But I mean, I know that just may be an excuse. But like individually, he he didn't look good, and you know, it's 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 on both sides on both teams. I think both teams that played this past weekend are lucky they only gave up one goal. Yeah, because there was there was a quite a few opportunities. That this could have been, you know, three one or two one, or you name it. It just, you know, both teams weren't able to to capitalize. Um, uh, another player I want to talk about is, um, well, I want to go a little bit more in depth on uh, Chicharito. Let's let's talk about Chicharito's uh, performance because I, I think the biggest thing was he he was, you know, I know we hit it on, but like he was able to start, uh, you know. But I was I was expecting him to come off the bench. Obviously, he, he was ready. Um, but uh, Alex, let's talk. Let's talk about Chicharito. What, what you thought about his performance, um, and obviously him getting the start. Yeah, uh, let me just talk about you know, Gio. You mentioned surprising to see him start, especially after missing two months of recovery. I know he trained, uh, had altitude training uh, for the past week to prepare for this game. But if I was Greg Vanny, I, I don't understand why I would start him. This game did not have the ideal ki- conditions, really or a player returning from injury, the pitch looked really dry. It was really inconsistent as well. There were, uh, parts of it were just like dead grass. It was 95 degrees, and then you're in high altitude. I, I don't understand why you're going to put in your superstar in those conditions to come back. I thought maybe the second half, while everybody else is tired, and he can learn the game a bit, especially since you know uh, the players have grown a lot since the last time that he was up playing. Uh, talking about Chicharito's play, yeah, you could see a lot during the game. He was making a lot of runs and definitely looked frustrated when the ball wasn't put at his feet. He had a header earlier, which he did. He missed time, but I'm not surprised being gone for so long. I'm not surprised uh, the timing was off. Um, I think uh, this home game is going to be really important just to see if he becomes a bit more dangerous because against Colorado, he really didn't get many touches inside of the box, and we all know that's Chicharito's sweet spot. Yeah, no, and I, I mean, you, you hit the nail on the head. Uh, you know, it was hot. All the conditions didn't didn't go in his favor. Johnny, um, let's talk. Give me give me your thoughts on Chicharito's performance overall. You know, I say this all the time, and I'm going to say it again. Uh, Alex put it pretty well. Um, if Chicha doesn't get touches, we really can't like blame him for too much because he's the kind of guy where he's going to make magic happen in the box. Uh, last season, 2020, a lot of you know he was super frustrated, had a lot of problems, but you also have to like look at it. Like a lot of the games that Chicha did play, he wasn't getting the ball. Like he was barely getting the ball. So, you know, give more time to it. But when our team is full, is truly complete, I think we're going to see a lot better of a player. Um, and I and I just think that, yeah, he's it's his first game back. We really can't, you know, take a lot from that. He was his first game back. He didn't get a lot of touches. And when he did, he looks pretty good. So I was pretty, I was pretty happy to see his performance. Kind of weird that he started, but I'm not going to complain. 
Yeah, no, I, I would just, I would just say, you know, um, I think it would have been better to come off the bench, but look, uh, you know, that's, that's what the game plan that they had. I mean, on top of that, the other thing, the other point to that was Dehan. He had just, they, he had just not just, but like, you know, the last game he played against uh, LASC scored two, two bangers, you know, against them. So he had that momentum as going. I mean, I do want to see the pairing of Dehan and Chicharito because Dehan is, is, is such a smart player. Obviously you, you most likely you're going to have to go to a four, four, two, um, and doing all those different things. But yeah, I mean, uh, if there's ever, I mean, uh, I know they've gone with the 5 3 2, uh, this, this formation. So I would like to see the 4 4 2 and how Dehan and Chicharito pair up because I've seen some of the passes that Dehan has done, uh, has given to, you know, Kevin Cabral, or he assisted, and, you know, and, you know, I know I could see Dehan dropping a lot back and assisting Chicharito, you know. Uh, dropping back on the defensive end, you know, to pinch in a little bit more to, to help out. But we'll have to see if that happens. I mean, it's a, it's, it's going to be a in, big game this Wednesday as well. You know, mid these, what is it? Three games in seven days, which is, I mean, uh, the MLS is terrible with the scheduling. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing with the scheduling, but look, this is the, the, the way they decide to do things. And, you know, I hope, you know, with the, what now I think it's going to be 11 games left that they'll be able to, you know, Obviously, Chitarito or anybody else doesn't is not able to get they get injured. Um, quickly in the chat, uh, El Trafico says, "I think Vanny clearly had uh, or clearly had a game plan for Chicha, which was sixty minutes of match fitness." But he says, "I agreed." I think he's referring to what, what we had to say. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll we'll have to see. I think you know Wednesday's game is going to be different is different because no elevation, no heat. It's going to be a night game. Um, you have a lot. You have a lot of different things going on. Let's talk about uh, Kevin Cabral, because Kevin Cabral, man, uh, it was not. It was not. A, it was another not pretty game for Kevin Cabral uh, on Saturday. And I think, you know, when you were looking at some of the opportunities that he had, I think the, the clear the clear opportunity he had it was the one on one, and man, I think he just hit it right at the keeper. Alex, what are your thoughts on Kevin Cabral? Yeah, you can tell he really. I guess doesn't really have a, a good finishing. He kind of lacks that. If I was put in that situation, right, you know, I, I've been in that tons of times at FIFA. You just chip the keeper. It's the easiest <laughs> thing to do. It's the easiest thing to do. One on one with the keeper you know, you're, outside you're of the right. box, you're, just chip right. the keeper. You did, did have to chip, chip the keeper, but yeah, that was ahead. the that's the right move to do that in that situation. Chip the keeper since he's going down to try to get the ball. You don't try to shoot it or finesse the shot. You just try to chip it over the keeper. Right, hold on, do it quickly. Very important question. Do you play on uh, PlayStation or Xbox? Xbox. Oh, okay. I'm a, I'm a PlayStation guy, but I, I haven't played in years, but go ahead. Yeah, but in that situation, <laughs> you know, my, my tons of training in FIFA, you, you know, for me, even if I'm out there playing, I know instinct <laughs> is, to, is to press uh, the left button and shoot for the chip. That that's the, that's the right move to do there. Cabral definitely, uh, I don't think it was expected to be the clinical finisher, but expected to provide goals in situations where he should have. And I think that's been Greg Vanny's uh, thought process when he was thinking about bringing Cabral. Chicharito was supposed to be that finisher, and then now that you have Dejan, that pressure's kind of lifted off of Cabral's shoulders where he doesn't necessarily have to be the guy to score since you have two great goal scorers over there. But if he can't play well as a supporting player in the build-up play, in the attack, or in the wing, then there's there needs to be real real discussion about him just not being a DP level player anymore because my 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 thing with him is look if you can play well on the wing 
beat your man one-on-one -on -one and just give a quick pass to Dehan Chicharito, whoever is in the box. As long as you can do that and rack up assists and rack up uh, chances created, then you're you're fine. You'll you'll do well. No one's going to complain. But if you can't do that, then there's serious problems. Yeah. No, I mean, you hit the nail on the head because, I mean, it is it is still his first year. That's, that, that's the only thing I'll say. But, like, look – you got to be you got to be able to do better with those with those one on one opportunities. If, if, if you're an offensive threat, if you're a real offensive threat, uh, you, you got to just put them away. They're just they're just no way around that. Uh, Johnny, what were your thoughts? I mean, you know, we know Cabral's a talented player, which is especially why this is extremely, uh, you know, frustrating. But I believe that like it's it's so annoying to say this, but time we've given him so much time. But like. We, he's going to be good. He's going to do great things. After this offseason, I think he's going to have the same situation Chicha had, where he's going to kind of figure things out, and you know the pressure is going to get to him, but maybe in a good way. And that's just kind of when you see how great players are made, is how are they going to handle this pressure? How are they going to handle this negative feedback? Um, but I think that on the Galaxy side of things, if Cabral continues to have these like lackluster games, these these bad performances, these mistakes, sub him. And I know that that's frustrating to do with a DP, but it's like, I'd rather have, you know, someone out there who plays better, who can get assists, that can finish, um, who's not a DP, than to keep playing a DP that doesn't seem to care when he's stressed, you know? Yeah, and I mean, I think you talk about subbing. So we saw, obviously, Samuel Granzer came in uh, came in for Kevin Cabral. And I think the biggest thing is, right, it's like um, I, it was essentially player for player, but I think also Dehan came in. There was three subs. Dehan came in for Chicha. Uh, and who else? Efra came in for for Victor Vasquez. So so it was, um, you know, it was like for like. So I mean, I think that uh, that makes sense. But look, Kevin Cabral is a DP player. Uh, you know, I still give him a little bit more of a longer leash, but that leash starts to get shorter when when you're missing those opportunities that that you're expected to to, to, to you know to finish. And I, and like I like I said before, I, he has to be able to take care of those those opportunities uh, you know right away. So I think I think that 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 has been the biggest disappointment so far. But another player that, that we we're talking about was Samuel Grantor who who subbed in for him. Uh, he made all the difference in the world. He made all the difference um, in the world for <laughs> for the Galaxy, which got him, you know, got him the tie. So I think that was very important. Uh, Alex, what are your thoughts while we see uh, Johnny, you know, here in the live go back and forth? Uh, yeah, uh, Sam Grant's here's a player that I've been high on this entire season. I think he's been uh, utilized well, and I think we've really seen a growth with him at the club level. Um, Grant's here obviously is a guy who's going to put out all his energy. He's going to run himself to the ground. And just do his best with the speed that he has, technical ability he has. And I, I really like this guy. Uh, you know, uh, like we were talking about earlier, Cabral and Grancier came out for one another. I think Grancier provides a little bit more support play than Cabral does. But, you know, Grancier really doesn't have, doesn't really have that scoring boot to him. Um, in this game, the shot power was just enough to get through William Yarbrough's gloves. The goal really is more on Yarbrough than it is on Grancier. And the Galaxy were really fortunate, really, to to even have that mistake happen. I think Grand Sears is definitely the perfect guy to come off the bench if things aren't going right. If Cabral does have another blunder game, then Grand Sears is definitely the guy to go at that position. I think he provides a lot more than Cabral at the moment. Yeah, no, I, th I think he does. And let's look at this game. Uh, look, I got the highlight here. Let me let me pull this up. Baji with fresh legs, just trying to 
Harry Steris, who goes long over the top. Grandsier is in behind here. Samuel Grandsier, who scored! Route 1 football, making this one 1-1. It was a power shot by Grandsier. And for Grandsier, his second goal in MLS. Highlight doesn't show is, is the pass. I, don't, I forgot who passed it to uh, to Grand Sir because it, it didn't Those show. Stairs, that's why. That's stairs. the only reason why he's in the team of the week. He doesn't deserve to be there. Oh, what do you mean? <laughs> when you get beat by here we go. Five, five, it is. When you get beat by five five Michael Barrios and you're six foot tall on a header for the only goal that you concede, you do not deserve to be on the team of the week. Sure, that yep. pass was pretty, but that was the only <laughs> highlight of Daniel Sestera's entire season so far. He does not deserve to be in the team of the week. I have no problem with Daniel Sestera's, just that performance wasn't team of the week worthy. So yes. I, I mean, if anybody in MLS, so, so it's clear. Miami, it's right there. It's, it's right there. I don't know where I'm pointing, but it's right there. My ad's right there. If you have a problem, <laughs> let me know. I will debate you. <laughs> it's clear. It's so it's clear that Alex does not have any shares of Daniel Stairs. <laughs> He's not putting as... it on the screen. <laughs> MLS propaganda right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only one that would fit on the thing properly without me having to edit uh, the thing on, on here. But yeah, I mean, a grand is a shot was, uh, I guess, lucky uh, to go in. I mean, it, it was a bullet shot, but uh, Johnny, what what do you think of him in that shot? Grandsier, I really do. Like, I, I think that he's. I'm shocked he didn't start. Like, I think that the game would have gone completely different if he started. And I think that he's going to be the guy that we use instead of Cabral uh, moving forward. I think that we should. I don't think we're going to, but I think that we should put Cabral on the bench and have him think about what he hasn't done, and see if that does anything. Bench the DP. Bench the DP. You heard it here, folks, first from Jonathan. <laughs> and also, I don't agree with that. I don't while agree with we're that. On you don't agree. Hold on. Why don't you agree with it? Let's okay, hear the rebuttal. So look, the main reason Cabral was brought to this team was because of his upside, right? Johnny's seen him, right? We know he's a talented kid, just hasn't performed it. We, he still needs game time. Well, I, I understand that, yeah, he hasn't putting up goals. He's had mistakes, but you still have to put a player like that on the field because you never know. Any moment can really spark up something in Cabral. And then it leads to some goal-scoring opportunities. Uh, like what? This past five games, right before mm -hmm. the Colorado game, he had scored, what, three in four games? That was a pretty good streak. He's had one yeah. bad game so far. But I still believe he hasn't lost his spot. While I understand the Grand Sierra is playing and provides a lot more, I don't think it's the right idea to bench Cabral at this moment. Did Cabral, no, this is, a, this is a real question. Did Cabral score against LAFC? He didn't, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He Happy scored the third goal. goal. He scored. The, he scored the third one. Game right. time goal against LAFC. I'll sit back. I'll let Alex have this one. Right, <laughs> <laughs> He's, he let he let Alex have that one. Um, yeah, no, I, th I think I think it's interesting the the Cabral situation, but we'll we'll see what happens. I I, I just he just needs to play a little bit more with more hunger. Um, uh, uh, Anna says, "Are you okay with the live stream?" Yes, I am. Uh, the live stream went out, so I had a fixing the back end um but yeah now we're, we're back so i apologize about the about the live stream because it, it cut out um but yeah let, let's talk about um it's uh it's uh, well tomorrow wednesday is going to be celebrating uh uh central american heritage um i think that's big i, I know it's, it's it's all over uh twitter for, from the la galaxy um what what do you think about this obviously i know i think jaime pinedo is going to be there um, there's going to be, I think there's going to be like a tailgate, I, I believe around like four o'clock. 
um alex i think you i think i think yeah, i know you go to all the games will you be there at this one yeah uh, i'll definitely be there and i think it's great that uh the galaxy is just recognizing the central americans i feel like they don't get uh talked about enough you know they're they're great people make great food they have a great culture um i think it's great because a lot of galaxy legends are from central america you have Mauricio Cienfuegos, Pescatito Ruiz, and then my favorite goalkeeper, Jaime Penedo. I, I'm, I'm going to be excited to see him on the screen. He's one of my favorite Galaxy players of all time. I grew up uh, idolizing him. I, I wanted to be a keeper when I was a kid, so I always tune into his games, and I thought he was just so phenomenal. Uh, so I, I'm just glad to see that uh, the Galaxy is doing this, and it's a really good idea. Yeah, and I want to play. Let's see if I can play this video through here. Let's see. Can you guys hear it? Hola, me llamo Jaime. Amigo me dicen Superman. Soy de Ciudad Panamá. Orgullosamente centroamericano. El fútbol será mi pasión y será mi vida. Algún día iré a una Copa del Mundo con Panamá. Y levantaré la quinta copa para Los Ángeles Galaxy. Un equipo que será una familia para mí. I mean, that, I mean that video is it was just amazing. I mean, because one, he's like obviously from uh, obviously from Panama. You don't really get that many, uh, you know, players, or for them to go to the World Cup is, is pretty, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty, di- it's pretty difficult. And obviously for him to also to to be the keeper for the LA Galaxy and help him win their fifth, uh, I mean, the fifth MLS Cup, it's just amazing. So it's cool that that he's gonna be out there. I'm I'm definitely gonna go out there to the tailgate because I think it starts at I think it was at four o'clock. So it's a little early on Wednesday, so I'm definitely going to try to make it. I don't know if I'll be there exactly at four, but I'm going to try to get there uh, around around that time. What about you, Johnny? Uh, what, what are your thoughts on this, and will you be at the game on Wednesday? Yeah, I'll be at the game Wednesday. And, uh, yeah, Jaime Pinedo, like, he's like I, I, he's probably one of my favorite goalkeepers ever, like, in general. And it's just because he was so ahead of his time. I feel like he'd be an amazing keeper in today's MLS. Because there's always that conversation where we sit back and say, like, the, the quality is is changing so much every year. He was so good. I, I feel like he'd still be fantastic. And it was so sad to see, like, how he left the Galaxy. Because it wasn't, like, bad or anything. It was just so abrupt and fast. And it seemed like we didn't even have, like, the chance to, like, process what was going on. But he was such a next-level keeper. He was so awesome. I felt that he stopped playing a little early. Um, but, I, yeah, it was just, you know, it was just a bummer to see him go. Shout-out to AFJA, though. I'm super excited. They're awesome. They obviously have a big uh, part of this um, of this great night. So uh, check out everything that they have. They have an awesome Instagram, too. Uh, they Yeah, it's just a great organization. So I'm just super excited to see what they're bringing to the table on Wednesday night and to see all the awesome festivities going on. Yeah, no, same here. I'm excited to partake because I know I got friends that are from El Salvador. I got friends that are from Guatemala. You know, um, the, the soccer community is a lot more diverse, um, you know, than, than we think. Not everybody uh, is Mexican, you know, which a lot of people <laughs> tend, tend, tend to think or tend to believe, you know. There's a, there's, a, there's a big Central American. I mean, I'm talking about outside the soccer community because I, I know the people in the Galaxy community know that. Um, but yeah, let's talk about uh, Chicharito today uh, and in his comments because I think he made some great comments. If you haven't seen the 
the Chicharito press call, uh, definitely check it out. I ended up posting it uh, on uh, on YouTube, on LA Soccer Hub. So if you want to check it out, it's really good. He talks about you can see the energy, how excited he is. Uh, you know, he was to play that, you know, play and get back into game shape and everything. So you de- you definitely see where he's at mentally and he still has that that charisma and he still has, um, you know, that that, that drive to to want to be the, the best and motivate his teammates and stuff. So I think I think it's good. So here's this quote. What, what he was asked, you know, uh, being on still being a vocal leader, even though when he was uh, when he wasn't playing, he said, from the most uh, from the most humble place I know, uh, I know my value. Uh, I want the sixth cha- the sixth championship for this organization. He also added that he like he obviously he's pretty vocal. He knows that then he speaks. And I think like when you understand what your role is within the team and you know what you what you know like he said his value it is to this team. I think I think it's just amazing, you know. And I know we 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 heard it all the way throughout when he, when he was injured. Alex, when you when you read a quote, you hear a quote like this from him. What what what, what goes through your mind? Um, yeah, these are the ambitions that, you know, we thought we would have gotten last season from Chicharito, right? We remember those comments that the, before the season started, really a couple of days before, talking about how this is the beginning of his retirement, you know. That really wasn't the right mentality or right mind to go into the season, especially with a team that I thought last year had a good amount of talent. Christian Pavone is a stud. I wish he was back at the Galaxy. But now that he's kind of figured it out a little bit more, yeah, this is the stuff you, you need to hear from your DP, you know. It's not anything special. This is the guy that was supposed to bring the championship. This is the guy to bring the championship. That's why he was came to L.A. It wasn't because he's this great Mexican who's going to bring people to the stadium. It's because they have ambitions to win. Chicharito is – I'm glad, you know, he's saying this kind of stuff because you obviously want to hear it vocally. But at the end of the day, you know, this is you should be expecting to hear this from him. He knows that he was brought in for the sole reason, to score goals and to lead this team. Um, I hope that it comes true. They do get the sixth championship this year or next year. Who knows? But um, Chicharito, his mindset has definitely been a lot more focused towards the team than himself. Obviously, you know, he still does his, you know, war zone things on Twitch and whatever, you know, playing games and stuff, (laughs) doing his TikToks or whatever. Uh, But it's still cool to see that, you know, he's still focused and has the mentality of, hey, I'm trying to win the sixth one. I'm trying to get the sixth one for this club. And I'm trying to help out my teammates as much as I can in the locker room because there's definitely been a lot of uh, stories told, you know, him while he's been hurt, you know, still trying to motivate the team while he's in the locker room. And that's really what is is great to hear as a, as a fan. But at the same time, you know, hey, th- that's what he's supposed to do. You know, he's a DP. He's the one of the biggest leaders. He's a he's an idol to players as well. Dehan was really excited to come play with him as well. So I'm, I'm hoping that we get to see the sixth championship lifted by Chicharito by the time uh, November comes around. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see if that. Uh, to me, another thing that I took away is just like, you know, when he when he clearly speaks like this, like he hasn't, even though he was out for what, 12 games or I, I forgot how many games he was out for, but I think it was along that line that he still hasn't lost that drive or lost essentially that ambition to still be the best and still want to be the best. Because when you're out with a long period of time, you know, things could potentially change, but they've, they've been able to stay in fourth place, even with them without him playing. Johnny, what, what are your thoughts on uh, Chicharito's comments? So first off, obviously as a Galaxy fan, I love hearing things like this from our DP, but something, when I hear something like this from Chicha, the first thing I think is, is, what did Zlatan say? You know, what did Gerard say? What did all these like, you know, older guys that came here, you know, kind of with the disrespectful like mindset to the league, like what did they say? They didn't care. So hearing Chicha say this just makes me feel so happy. 
And it makes me think like, you know, I, I'd rather have this guy, somebody who cares about the club, somebody who cares about the fans, somebody who wants to get this, you know, trophy uh, versus lots in any day. And it's like, it, it's just a comfortable place to be. I, I trust Chicha. I know that the first season was tough. I know his mentality wasn't there, but I think people grow. I think people change. And it really looks like Chicha changed for the better. And it's just cool to see the Galaxy community accept that as a whole. And it seems like the entire energy of this club has shifted. And he's a big part of that. So I, I'm excited to see where it goes. I, you know, they're supposed to say stuff like this, but genuinely speaking, like I, I believe it. I think mm -hmm. that we're going to do really great things to Chicha. I think we're going to get another MLS Cup with him. Um, and, you know, I've been saying for a while, I think that this year is a big rebuilding year. We have a lot of talent. We're learning how to use it. Um, but with that being said, it's really cool to see him at the, at the top of it and, you know, leading it. So I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, no, I mean, look, it's looking good. We just hope he can get uh, also start scoring goals again um, pretty soon. I think that, that yesterday, I mean, uh, this weekend's game, is, it was tough all around with all the conditions and everything. But I think him being at home and I think what they go to Minnesota, I believe, right, Saturday. So it's, 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 it's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot of games uh, going on. I know, Johnny, uh, before we close things out, I know you want to talk about uh, the U.S. Men's National Team. I know you want to hit on that a little bit. And on um, Pepe, uh, so g give us give us your thoughts and uh, your, your comments on the U.S. Men's National Team. Perhalter should still be fired. <laughs> still be fired. And the problem is, is that yes, uh, we we got a great game against uh, Honduras. Uh, yes, it looked like a decisive game, which uh, victory, which I you know it wasn't. I mean the, that the, the scoreboard didn't reflect how the game actually went. And like I really just want Balter, Berhalter out of there. Uh, Pepe did great. And in the fact that he went in and, you know, we did very well kind of shows how deluded uh, Greg Berhalter is and how he just needs to go get out. And I'm bummed because, yes, we won. But in the big picture, I'm, I'm sad because it's like he's still here and he's still going to make bad decisions. He's still going to play these. Like, what's Joshua Sargent doing, Alex? I, I wanted to ask you. Because I, uh, I hate Sargent so much. <laughs> my, my lord i mean he's not really even getting good playing time at norwich when you're defending your your own half or almost like what 75 minutes of the game you're not developing as a player really and the only thing sergeant was really yeah. good at i guess is combination play but you can kind of get still good combination play from any other striker like jossie sardis is a definitely a better option than josh sergeant i don't understand what burt halter really sees in him i don't see anything too special in sergeant in the games he's played in the nation's league uh, earlier this summer, he was literally a non-factor for Mexico and a non-factor for, I think they played Honduras in the semifinals, right? Um, yeah. PFOC was the one that got subbed on and then he would score uh, the game-winning goal. I, I I really don't know what Berhalter sees in Sargent. I don't see anything special in him. He's not developing as a player at a club level, nor is he showing it at the international level. Like I said, Jossi Sardes is a way better player than Josh Sargent is right now. And, and the thing is, and I couldn't agree with you more on that, I want to read some of Josh Sargent's fantastic stats over the last couple of years, okay? Go ahead, buddy. So here's the thing. Obviously, he's played three games with the U.S. Men's National Team. He's garbage, so he has no goals, okay? Norwich City, uh, he had two goals last uh, for the EFL Cup uh, so far. Okay, whatever. It's, you know, whatever. Uh, then over the last, looks like it's one, two, three. He's had... Under 10 goals. Actually, no, just he had 12 goals in like the last like three years. Like, what What are we doing? This is literally, and I could go down to like Bremen. Bremen but, look, but, but you have a solution goal. though, Pepe. Pepe's the guy. Yeah, yeah. Pepe's the, the second coming of, uh, I don't know, Clinton Dempsey. And he really all, is. 
Yeah, he is. And that's all fun and well and stuff. But why is Sargent even there? He shouldn't even be on. The well, I, I don't know if he's going to be on uh, after this. I don't, I don't, I don't think he, I don't think he'll be on. I, I well, but like, I mean, who, cause you're, you're going to have to like, Sergeant didn't look good. You, you're going to have to bring in someone else, but like, my Pepe overall point is, is the guy. He shouldn't step a foot. He shouldn't have his, he shouldn't be wearing that Jersey. And that's the, and that's my point is like, we have this idea that, Oh, they play in Europe. They must be good. I'm telling you right now, like mark my words, Sergeant is going to be in the MLS in two years. And then he's going <laughs> to, yeah, he's the next Bobby Wood. He's the next Bobby Wood. He's the next Bobby Wood. Perfect way to put that. Dang. It doesn't make it just doesn't make sense. Sebastian Legit scored has scored way more than Sargent has in the last like two years of the US men's national team. Like and that was an ML that game, Honduras versus uh US men's national team was an MLS uh showing. It was yeah. like legit, it was Andy Nahar. Uh, who was? Oh, Andy Nehar played so good that game. Andy Nehar probably had the best game of his life in most in most recent time. You know, because I saw him, I did see him in LAFC. Looked nothing like that. Uh, but players also players also are different when they play for the national team. But I also know he. I think he's been having a, a solid year with DC. But yeah, Andy Nehar, Sebastian Legette, you know, Christian Roldan. Uh, you know, I, I know there was more. I think Miles Robinson. You know, there's a Anthony lot. Anthony Robinson. Anthony Robinson, yeah. So there's so 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 many players that like that played in the MLS and had a, an amazing showing. But you know, we'll see. We'll see how what happens moving forward uh, yeah. because this can be it's coming up in October here, like the first couple of weeks of October uh, again to World Cup qualifying. So it's gonna be interesting. I mean, they got five points. That what I think the US Men's National are sitting fourth. Were we third? No. Yeah, they're in third place. Uh, third? Currently in the okay. octagonal standing. Okay. Well, last time I saw it was fourth, but hey, look, I don't, I don't want to, you know, put them lower than they or put them anywhere they're not supposed to be. But yeah, no, five points is is, is pretty solid. But we'll we'll see what happens because I think a lot of changes do need to be made. And obviously, the whole Weston McKinney is he, is he going to come back? You know, Giorena, Dest. You know, there's there's a lot more questions and answers. Even though they got five points, you needed to get those five points. But it was a it was a, it was a shaky game, but they they got the points. Um, final thoughts. I know, I know we, we went off the rails a little bit talking about us men's national team and, uh, his, uh, Johnny's love for Josh Sargent and, uh, Daniel stairs. Let's bring up the Daniel stairs image one last time. Don't do it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Look, I gotta give him props. Look, he made it. Final thoughts, Alex. Uh, well, heading into the game against Houston, Houston did, were able to win three zero. They had, if I'm correct, a 12, uh, game, uh, uh, where they just couldn't win. They were really horrible at the back, and then they just turned it around against, uh, if I'm correct, I think it was uh, Austin. I'm, I'm not sure who the team was, but I just know Houston Dynamo turned it around, scored three goals at home uh, for the first time in a really long time. So if Houston is playing a lot better, then I think it could be a little bit of a game. Um, obviously, I, Chicharito is probably going to start this game again. I believe so. Um, hopefully we get to see the combination of him and Dejan. I think their combination play is going to be off the charts and they're going to complement one mm. another really, really well. Um, we'll see who plays. If Sega Kulabali keeps his place, I guess Daniel Sarris was worthy of a team of the week. So who knows if he starts at Sega's position um, as well. I think it's going to be a good game so far. Chicharito, as long as he gets touches in the box, he's going to have an impact on this game. And that's going to be the real thing I'm going to be paying attention to while watching this from an analyst perspective. How many times do the Galaxy give Chicharito 
opportunities inside of the box? And how many times is uh, Dejan going to be there next to him in case uh, he needs some support? Because a lot of the times earlier in the year, and even last season too, Chicharito did not have that much support. It was just him in the box with uh, two or three defenders in there as well. Hopefully, Dejan provides another element to the game that allows the Galaxy to really continue uh, to finish better because that's really been the the one real lagging problem with this team, the fact that they cannot finish consistently. Yeah, no. Uh, final thoughts, Johnny. What, what are your final thoughts? It just bums me out that Sturz got on Team of the Week because now the Galaxy are just going to find a reason to like re-up his contract. Now I'm going to have to deal with this. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and it's like, I'm like, it's just like, get rid of him. Damn. Like now Galaxy's going to be like, Maybe, maybe Sturz isn't that like, let's re up him for another year. Maybe, maybe two years. So, yeah, that's terrible. I'm really bummed about that. I'm really excited about um, playing Houston. I never give, um, you know, predictions, but I need to break that, you know, curse. I'm going to do it. I'm going to give a prediction here. I'm going to say it's 2 0 Galaxy. That's what I think is going to happen. I think Cheech is going to score. And I think, you know what? I think Cabral's going to score. Oh, so that's, that's, that's my, I, my, I like the bold. I like the I like the bold predictions. I like the, I like yeah. the bold predictions. Sergeant needs to just. Uh, <laughs> we don't oh need to God. go back. We don't need to go back to Sergeant. Yeah, I think we. I think we passed watch, talking about him, that. Watch him come and play for Yale Galaxy with Daniel Stairs. Watch that be it, the thing. It'll probably happen. Dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, so I'm just kidding. Look, I'm look. I'm excited uh, for the game on Wednesday. I'm excited, uh, you know, to celebrate. Uh, Central America heritage. So I'm excited for that. So if you guys are at the game, I, I know us three are going to be at the game. I'll be there. I'm going to be at the tailgate. Say what's up. Um, I'm going to walk around, uh, chill with everybody before the game. Because I, I believe it's a, what's a 7 o'clock game. 7, 7.30 kickoff. 7.30 kickoff. So, yeah, I'll walk around, hang out, you know, do hang out with some of the tailgate and, you know, experience it. Um, but, yeah, guys, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. And that's going to wrap things up for Alex and Johnny. I'm Gio, and we'll catch you guys next time. Bye, everybody. Later.